This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Blue Wire. You're listening to the Raider Cody Podcast, the official podcast of RaidersBeat.com. When you have great coaches, then after you have great coaches, you get great players, you have a great organization, and you tell them one thing. Just win, baby. You're going to get everything I got. Everything I got. Give me everything you got. Do it for the man next to you. Let's go. Let's go, Raiders on three. One, two, three. Let's go get there. We talk about rebuilding, rebuilding. How do you rebuild? I don't think that Gruden came in to rebuild. I think he came to set his roster on fire. Raider Nation, what is going on? It feels good to get back on the microphone for this podcast. I know I haven't been podcasting as much as you guys are probably used to because I've I've been investing a lot into my new YouTube channel. For those of you that are not subscribed, you better make sure you subscribe. Go to YouTube, your app, your TV, whatever it is. Just search Raider Cody. You'll find my same profile picture as my Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Subscribe. Click on those notifications because I'm dropping at least a couple videos a week. Uh, So all the content that you guys think you might be missing right now on the podcast, trust me, I'm covering it on YouTube. I've covered Tom Brady rumors. Um, I've covered all of our rookies getting snubbed, the Antonio Brown fiasco going down, all the Derek Carr trade rumors, which we're going to catch up on later in the show with Kenny King Jr. Um, And I'm going to soon cover some free agents on the YouTube page. I'm also going to soon do an episode here on this podcast covering some free agents, of course, before free agency starts. Um, And today I was happy. You know, I want to make sure that whenever I come on this podcast, I have a good guest to talk to, someone to uh, mingle with, someone that you guys are going to enjoy. And today is going to be uh, a close friend of ours now, uh, a partner with the Blue Wire Podcasting Network, Fallon Smith. I'm sure you guys recognize that name or recognize that voice, recognize the face uh, from broadcasting, uh, co-host of the Keeping It 300 podcast. She will be joining me here shortly. But like I said, there's been a lot going on with the YouTube channel. I've been busy, haven't podcasted much. Been a while since you've heard this, so let's go ahead and catch up with some recent announcements. And I'll go ahead and start with some AFC West news. Philip Rivers will not be returning to the Chargers in 2020. Uh, they've actually mutually agreed to basically move on. Of course, Philip's going to become a free agent here in a couple months, anyways, but they've already pretty much cut the cord. I think he was already, you know, a little unhappy after leaving San Diego. He wasn't too happy with the fan base. I don't know if he's too happy with the front office right now and the decisions that they've been making. Of course, going to L.A. and kind of shooting that franchise down the toilet. So, Phillip Rivers obviously choosing to probably end his career somewhere else. Uh, Cough, cough, maybe the Colts. That's going to be my guess. That's my prediction. Phillip Rivers to the Colts. Uh, So, yeah, no more Phillip Rivers two times a year. As much as, and I will say this, he might have been one of my most hated quarterbacks. Uh, My wife, I think only exclusively knows him as Crybaby Rivers because that's how I taught her to know him as. Um, But I definitely will miss him as a competitor. 
Uh, I mean, kind of, I guess. He, he was pretty good at tormenting our defense quite a bit, but um, those are the type of rivalries that us as fans live for. Um, so we'll see where he ends up next year. Now, moving to Vegas, the first game in the new stadium might not actually be a Raiders game. It could be a Barcelona and Real Madrid soccer match. And as much as it seems weird, you know, the first thought that you think is, you know, the first football game in our new stadium should be a Raiders game. It's a freaking Raiders stadium. It's our stadium. We should have the home opener. But um, I think this is pretty normal with big stadiums like this getting built. They kind of have a soft opening, something that's not going to be huge. It's not like they're holding another football game. Uh, it's not like they're holding like a college football game. They're just holding a soccer match. Um, I'm sure it'll be pretty popular, not super crazy. It's not going to be packed out or nothing, but it'll be something to kind of get the, the, the juices flowing, the whole, you know, because it's going to be a whole staff, a whole stadium staff. Uh, they'll get, they get used to the new stadium, um, how to traffic people in um, and get used to how, you know, the basic operation is on game day. And some good offseason news. This is something that I like seeing as a Raiders fan. Trayvon Mullen training and working out with Ocho Cinco. Chad Johnson, man. Everybody loves Chad Johnson. Uh, obviously, he's a little bit of an arrogant wide receiver whenever he is in the league, but the dude is hilarious. And obviously, man, I mean, he's pretty much been all about hard work and training and, and keeping in shape. Right now, I mean, he's been well out of the league. Really should have no business being on the football field, but I think still has a little juice in him, man. I think the dude can still play. Obviously has some quick footwork still and obviously has enough to have professional athletes and young, fast, quick athletes like Trayvon Mullen able to learn something from him. So that's huge. Uh, Like I said, I love seeing our young guys putting in some work along with shout out to Alec Engel. I've been talking to his trainer actually quite a bit. Man, fits his mold perfect. I love that Trayvon's working with a guy like Ocho Cinco. Um, You know, learn a little trash talk, learn to get in their head a little bit because I think that's the element maybe that Trayvon's missing. Um, And then, of course, talking to Alec's trainer. A real just kind of old school gridiron trainer. He just does everything, you know, just kind of exactly how a fullback should. Um, he's learning things the hard way, doing some good old fashioned hard work, no days off. Some recovery days are still workout days. Um, so big jump again, I think, from Alec Ingold. And final announcement I have here is we have a new playoff format, adding one team to each conference and only having one team uh, with a bye week now instead of two teams in each conference having a bye week of course that is still um i guess kind of in the works the new cba is still being you know all the tweaks are getting worked out whether that's money percentages um stuff like that how the players are going to get paid which i think is a big question because i've heard um you know a lot of these player contracts are pretty much set up for a certain amount of games so putting an extra game maybe in their schedule is kind of weird too they do a 17 game um so things are all over the place with the cba I don't really know what they're going to settle on um, when things are going to be absolutely done, but I do like the idea of this new playoff format. I think it's I think it's something exciting. Fans are going to love having three wild card games each day. You know, six wild card games in a weekend. It's going to be kind of nuts. Basically, you know, you're in or out, do or die. Um, so I think that's some good stuff right there from the NFL. Of course, you know, with the XFL, you know, biting at the bill. Eh, I don't really think actually. You know, XFL isn't biting at the bit quite yet. But, I mean, they're right there on their heels. They're trying to make things exciting. Um, and hats off to the NFL for doing something like this. I think it's been, shoot, um, since the Texans came in the league, since they've changed the playoff format. So, obviously, that's a big step in the right direction. And as fans, we love seeing new things. So That's pretty much all I have for you guys this week. Obviously, there's a lot going on. Um, free agent buzz coming around. Like I said, I'll be doing an episode soon. But you'll also see an episode coming up on my YouTube channel. Make sure you subscribe to that. 
Um, other than that, I mean, really, it's just preparing for Vegas. This is lying season. This is rumor season. We're going to talk about things, but you got to kind of take everything with a grain of salt. And just like a lot of players and a lot of media outlets, uh, there's a lot of tongue in cheek out there. There's a lot of joking around going on. Trust me, I'm having my fun times right now, joking about some things on Twitter myself. So we're going to take this quick break and tell you about our sponsor, Bet Online. Bet Online, the fastest and easiest way to bet on all things sports. March Madness, the Masters, Major League Opening Day are right around the corner. Bet Online has you covered for all your latest news, scores, and odds. The best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. The best part, when you sign up, you receive a 50% welcome bonus. The Wilder Fury rematch goes down this Saturday night. We can't think of a better way to wager on a fight than doing it with actual free money. Head over to betonline.ag and use our promo code BLUEWIRE to revive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. We signed up. It's super easy, and if you're already into betting, it's a fantastic way to support this podcast. Again, that's promo code BLUEWIRE. And one word when you sign up at betonline.ag. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. So there we have it. That's our break. Now we're back. And like I said, I'm excited for this week. I love talking to guests. I love coming on here. I love doing podcasts, but I get tired of talking to myself. I'm going to be talking to myself quite a bit on my YouTube channel. I'm going to start utilizing this podcast more for talking to other people. And this is now a good chance to bring on for her second appearance, Fallon Smith. Like I said, a good friend of mine now. We've been working a lot together on the Blue Wired Podcast Network. Very insightful woman. I'll tell you what, she is very plugged into the sports world. Uh, but right now, she is actually carrying a little baby in her tummy. She is ready to go, but she is still ready to talk some Raiders football. So let's quit messing around. I know it's late over there. So let's go ahead and let's bring in our special guest, Fallon Smith. So joining me now, a three-time Emmy Award-winning sports anchor and reporter, host of the Keeping It 300 podcast, and recently promoted head of PR for the Blue Wire Podcast Network, Fallon Smith. How are you doing? Did you get your nap in? Oh, I got my nap in, man. I must love you, Cody. It is 1030 <laughs> here in Missouri, and I am on your damn podcast. I'm honored. Lord Thanks for taking Jesus. the time for me. You should be. I took a two-hour nap, though. You know, I'm pregnant these days. I go to bed like nine o'clock now. Yeah, when you so, told me goodnight at like 5.30, I was like, what in the world is going on here? <laughs> oh, I sure did. Well, actually, it was 7.30 my time. Let's 7.30 get it right. your time. It wasn't that but, bad. Man. Yeah. That's crazy. I was, like, so, I was just making sure that we were going to do it at 10.30 before I took my little power nap. Because <laughs> if I didn't take that nap, Cody, this would not be happening right now. <laughs> and for those that don't know, Fallon is, are you what, 25 weeks 26 now 26, 26 weeks, weeks pregnant. pregnant yes which Ooh. is what six and a half months That's, i feel as big uh, as a house yeah well you know i could tell you that the listeners right now don't have video feed but i'm sitting here watching you fallon doesn't even have a table set up she's just she just has her mic sitting right there on her belly just talking right oh, there on the microphone hey, so first of all he's over <laughs> here hanging okay that is not true but um and do ne- and do not agree with me you have a wife who had two 
of your children, okay? Yeah. So <laughs> don't ever make fun of a pregnant lady, okay? So I'm sitting here probably with the double chin, but you still have to say, Fallon, you look beautiful, okay? Fallon, you look great right now on Skype. Nobody can see it, so I don't have any witnesses, but I will tell you, hey, pregnant women, you know what? I'll tell you what, I, hats off to you guys because nine months of that crap, you know, and you know what? Hey, res- in respect to the dudes and, and your husband, for one, mm-hmm respect to him for having to put up with it because i had five minutes here on the microphone with you when things were real and i was like man i'm like hey she's got some hormones she's like she's trying to clown on me right now so i know yeah, how i, I know he's Cody going before we started recording <laughs> he deserved every single bit of the clown as you guys all know come on all you listeners of the raider Always. cody podcast you know cody is easy to roast <laughs> <laughs> anyways okay you know what all right but we got to start talking some raiders football here people are going to turn off my podcast but that's that's true that's true. I want to start this thing off with Vegas. And we talk about a lot of things off the record, Fallon, but we haven't talked yeah. really much about Vegas. I know your opinion. The last time we talked, we talked about the Oakland Coliseum. We talked about what that meant to you. But we yeah. are in, this, in, in the going stages of Vegas. We are officially the Las Vegas Raiders. And Correct. my thing is, I mean, I think the city, the stadium, everything is getting moved. The draft, everything is going perfect. But... Yeah. Yeah. expectations for this team what do you think they are how do you impress a new city a new football city like vegas well first of all you win but i want to first start off with saying that i never thought i was going to say this but i am very excited for the raiders starting fresh in las vegas you know things haven't gone so well over the last what two decades or more no. um and i feel like everybody fans You know, Raider Nation, the team, ownership, everybody deserves a nice, fresh start. And yeah, you mentioned, if you listen to my podcast, you know how near and dear the Oakland Coliseum is to me and my family because my grandfather was the head superintendent on the Coliseum build back in the 60s. And I always talked about how, yeah, I know it was a dump, but it was our dump. Um, (laughs) But again, the team, the fans, they deserve a new stadium. It wasn't going to be done in Oakland. This was the smartest move that Mark Davis could have made for the franchise financially. So it took me a while to get on board, on board, but I'm finally on board. And Raider Nation should be too, because if you think about it, this is a huge offseason for the Raiders, right? Mm-hmm. And the move to Las Vegas creates what? Interest mm-hmm. and a sexy destination for free yeah. agents, right? This changes everything. When, uh, What comes to mind actually is that I have remember talking to a few uh, people who didn't sign with the Raiders and a couple guys who did in free agency when they came to Oakland, they kind of felt like they were going to a junior college, (laughs) a visit to a junior college with the facilities, with the stadium. Now they're going to have a state of the art, nearly $2 billion, beautiful stadium and an amazing practice facility in Henderson. Okay. So Again, free agents, draft picks, everybody's going to be so excited, you know, to come to Las Vegas. Now, as far as expectations go, um, honestly, uh, I think the Raiders, let's say within the first five years of being in Las Vegas, they should make a Super Bowl appearance. Now, that's obviously mm-hmm. down the line. and I'm talking, you know, um, about that. I know you want to talk about the near future. But five but, years uh, is, that's a good window. I mean, really. I mean, n- next year. 
Playoffs is an expectation, I think. No, oh, I think playoffs definitely a realistic expectation next year. When we talk about how the Raiders are just a number one receiver away and a couple of pieces on defense away, you yeah. know, from taking that next step, definitely next year is uh, next year playoffs is a possibility, especially because the Raiders have the draft capital and the money to spend on free agents. Um, but everybody wants the Raiders to win a Super Bowl. Okay. Yeah. That's going to be, that's the number one expectation, period, going into every season. Even though next season, realistically, is the playoffs, the Super Bowl is what every single franchise and every single fan base wants. And the problem is they still have, you know, a few pieces, in my opinion, that they need to get there, but they have a lot of young pieces in place to get there. Um, So, but, oh, well, actually, what I was going to say is the number one problem, in my opinion, is going to be the Kansas City Chiefs. And that's why I feel like it's (laughs) going to take some years, you know, to kind of get there. Right now, first step playoffs, obviously you want to win the division, but you're going to have to go through the Kansas City Chiefs. And I think that's still a few years away before the Raiders actually take over the AFC West. Agreed. Hey, seventh seed uh, Super Bowl winners, let's do it. Um, What about the fan base? Does that concern you? I'm asking (laughs) you a question now, Flippin. What, What do you mean by the fan base concerning me? So about the fan base, the new Vegas fan base and how that's going to change in the new arena. I mean, Coliseum. Well, I had zero concern, I think, up until this week, because I don't know if you've seen some of the bickering going on on Twitter with some of the local fans. Have you noticed any of that? Yeah, like what I thought was so interesting is now some Las Vegas fans who clearly are now jumping on the Raiders bandwagon and trying to, you know, say that they're part of Raider Nation. Does they don't understand what it means to be part of Raider Nation? Raider Nation is everybody. Raider Nation is the Oakland fans. Raider Nation is the LA fans. Raider Nation is the Mexico fans, the European fans, etc. Yeah. All these like Las Vegas fans are like, oh, they moved here now. They're ours now. Like, no, they're still Uh, a part of Raider Nation, bro. Calm down. I don't work like that. I mean, I'm all for Vegas fans taking the team in as their own, but you got to be and you know. I, I can tell you this confidently. I can guarantee you anybody that has an attitude isn't isn't not listening to this podcast right now because I don't feel like they're <laughs> they're a very true fan. You know, I mean, they haven't been around. They don't they don't know anything about uh, who Raider Cody is or who Fallon Smith is. They're just taking on this football team like it's theirs. But I've talked to a lot of people around Vegas, um, yeah. some local spots. There's Stage Door Casino, who I'm really getting in touch with, talking to him quite a bit, um, and he's you know. A area native and you know he's really trying to bring that same old school Raiders vibe and like for them they want to imitate Ricky's and it's like how many places in Vegas actually want to take on something like that most Vegas casinos you know we're thinking oh we'll go to Circus Circus you know we'll go to the Sands we'll go to all these different casinos but they're not gonna that's not you know Raider fans don't enjoy that kind of stuff Raider fans like Ricky's they like their little dive bars they like their little places where they can go in there and they can get nuts so talking at places like him it's so reassuring because it's like there's fans there in Vegas that are ready to really accept the Raider way and the people that aren't I mean really I don't want to say I'm not concerned with them but I think it's just such a small portion of those fans unfortunately Twitter just gives them some sort of a platform and Raider Nation's a little sensitive. So we like to, you know, clap back a little bit and give them a little bit bigger of a platform than they deserve. (laughs) Oh yeah, no doubt about that. But what do you think about, you know, just the Coliseum attendance? Why I say Coliseum, whatever the Death Star, whatever the hell you want to call the Las Vegas Allegiant (sighs) Stadium. Um, As far as the fan base goes, I feel like it is going to be a little different, but I hope, you know, Raider Nation proves me wrong, but I feel Mm. like it's still going to be more of a neutral site because I know, and a lot of my friends who are fans of other teams, I know that they're going to want to make Vegas 
you know, their road trip that they go on yeah. for that season. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So they can kill two birds with one stone, you know, vacation and football all in one weekend. Yeah. So that makes me a little nervous and a little weary. Uh, I hope that, you know, Raider Nation proves me wrong and sells out the stadium every Sunday. But as far as like the, just the energy and the vibe, like it was in the Coliseum, I don't think it's going to be the same. But yeah. again, I hope that Raider Nation proves me wrong. A lot of that has to do with also ticket prices are going to be probably astronomically <laughs> high compared to how it was at the Coliseum, et cetera. So, yeah, it's going to be inter- interesting to see the dynamic inside of that new stadium. As long as we're winning games and we're competitive, I think we sell tickets. But it's going to take a while to con- you know, convince me that we're going to be like the Coliseum and sell tickets no matter what state the team is in. I mean, really. Uh, we were there. I mean, your co-host, James Jones, you know, 0-10, Thursday Night Football, completely packed house. You'd think it was mm-hmm. like a playoff game. You'd think that that was the, the AFC Championship game, the way the crowd was reacting. Um, there's felt like the, it after they won, too. <laughs> it, exactly. Um, how about like the final battle of the Bay, whatever that was, was yeah. that 2015 that was or whatever great. that was. I'm going to call that the final battle of the Bay because, you know, that was before they went to Santa Clara. Um, and, and, you know, we didn't have, what, what do we have, like two wins, three wins or something going into that? It wasn't nothing crazy. Yep. So yep. Uh, Oakland, I think that was one thing that proved, of course, the fan base at that point was established. Um, with Vegas, loyalty. I don't, I don't want to say I don't expect that the first year for winning games. You know, there's going to be butts in those seats. Um, mm-hmm. But, it, you know, if we get towards the end of the season and we're not making a playoff run, can I see an 85, 90% attendance? Yeah, I can. Of course, it's just going to take a little bit. Um, even just talking to some people, like I said, I've, I'm talking to people um, that live in Vegas and they're saying, you know, oh, my neighbor is like a diehard Broncos fan or my neighbor is a diehard Packers fan, stuff like that. But they're saying, oh, you know, well, I bought PSLs at the new stadium. Like they're starting to like, OK, like if they're coming to Vegas, we might have to convert over to Raider fans. So, you know, it's going to take time, but uh, I'm excited just like you are. I'm sitting here staring at a stay in Oakland sign, you know, from a few years ago. And I love the Coliseum, but I think it's going to be amazing. And with Mike Mayock, John Gruden, and all this crazy off-season buzz, uh, mm-hmm. the Raiders coming out winning some games could be the hottest team in the NFL next year. And just think about it. We finally will have something nice. Like, yeah. I don't even – I'm so excited just to look at the photos online of what – you know, the Allegiant Stadium is going to look like and how it's all coming together. I never thought in a million years that the Raiders would have something this nice. <laughs> I'm glad I don't have to pee in I the trough gl- anymore. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. I'm glad things don't flood also. I mean, I'm a media member, so I saw like, you know, I was inside oh, yeah, the, the oh, yeah, inside. Yeah, It's just yeah. so, it was so disgusting. <laughs> what, what's Max Crosby going to do? This is like Max is finally in the NFL, right? I mean, he came from Eastern Michigan, which I'm sure didn't have the fanciest of things and we're, he's not like foster moreau who came from like lsu's absolutely i know I mean, think about it. some some people are going to be like oh wow so this is what it's like it's to the be NFL. in the nfl yeah i mean a few guys i mean <laughs> mainly max coming from eastern michigan going to oakland yeah. and then he's going to hit pretty much the nicest facilities um ever but fallon moving forward here i got mm-hmm. a few more things i want to talk about there's been a lot of drama going down but <laughs> We can't do this alone. There's a lot of stuff going down. Last time we talked, it was just me and you. And, you know, you got your co-host. You got your co-host, JJ, right? Yeah. Well, let me introduce you to KK.
Yo, what's up, Charger, Bear, Colts, <laughs> Patriot, Cody? How you doing, brother? I'm doing good, man. Hey, and don't announce my name yet because those teams are still working on the trade compensation to send okay, me their Okay, well, I'll know a little bit their... more when we get to the uh, the combine. Fallon, do you have you heard anything about this? Uh, only because my guy, uh, Raider Cody, is a troll and puts on <laughs> everybody and their mama. <laughs> But anyways, y'all are so crazy and also annoying at the same time. Y'all are playing with Raider Nation's emotions. Well, so is Derek Carr, actually. Raider Nation plays with Raider Nation's emotions. That's very true. That's very true. Yeah. Kenny King, brother, we got a lot of stuff going down, man, this last, like, couple weeks. But these last three days, things have been heating up. What can we talk (laughs) about, man? I mean, you know, let's let's address the elephant in the room right Derek Carr has been posting some cryptic uh ig posts and it's obviously got raider nation talking and everybody has their own opinions that you know there's the raiders that have posted the the players jerseys with all the rookies except you know (laughs) adding waller in there and obviously leaving mullen out and Derek Carr's jersey wasn't added in there so obviously Derek Carr is getting traded uh and then (laughs) i saw a post where it was if you add up all the numbers of the jerseys, it oh. comes out to like some number and then something, something, and then it comes out to 12, which is Tom Brady confirmed. Um, <laughs> you know, I, I see that, you know, the the talks are going to heat up at the combine and, you oh, know, that, that John Gruden and Mike Mayock have not made a decision as to who their, their franchise quarterback is and there could be somebody coming in. Uh, so, yeah, it's been a wild ride. And, you know, obviously the... The free agency hasn't even started yet, so buckle up, Raider Nation. <laughs> you know, I mean, let's be honest. I'm sure if there's actually, like, some league feeling that he could be available, yeah, I'm sure there could be some teams that inquire about him. Whatever. But this stuff with Derek Carr on Instagram with no captions, he's got to just be screwing with us at this point, man. Like, it, it, honest, it's been, what, three days in a row? Three days in a row. I'm, I'm curious to see if there's something tomorrow. He'll probably take Sunday off, but I'm curious to see if there's anything tomorrow. Oh, man, definitely a possibility. But, Fallon, what do you think about all this stuff that's going down right now with Derek Carr? Well, I think Derek Carr is pulling a Raider Cody and <laughs> Kenny King Jr., okay? No. He's just trolling people, bro. You don't know, no. know Derek Carr ain't going nowhere. But where's uh, the, the fun in trolling people? Where's the fun? Well, here's the thing. Okay, so, guys. <laughs> The Raiders, as you guys know, they have played the quarterback carousel for way too long, okay? Mm-hmm. Y'all don't even understand how good you have it right now. The quarterback position is the least of the Raiders' problems at the moment. But what Preach. I like about Derek Carr trolling, folks, is that you have all these media members reading into it. NFL Network analysts, ESPN mm-hmm. analysts, etc. So they're tweeting about it, right? And they're like, okay, if... Derek Carr is on the trade block. Well, then expect the Colts to be interested. Expect <laughs> the Bears to be interested, etc. Yeah. And these are not bottom of the league teams. These are teams that are quarterback away from making the playoffs, right? And if they're interested, then it, may, it should make you, Raider Nation, think, okay, well, maybe he isn't so bad. Well, duh, because he isn't so bad. But the point that I wanted to, to get across is that it's allowing also Derek to see what his value is, to be honest. Because as a player, you know, and every single player in the NFL, they just want respect. And they want everyone's respect in the league and everyone in the league wants to be wanted. And we have not heard Gruden come out and say, yes, 
Derek is our guy next year. He left it open-ended at the end of the season. And if I'm DC, I'm feeling like that is lightweight disrespectful. So I applaud him for trolling because now you see, hey, Derek, don't even worry, bro, because if things don't work out and if Derek, and if uh, John Gruden is a crazy psychopath and trades him somehow during the, the NFL combine, well, guess what? You may be even in a better position next year anyways. Oh. So even though, even though Derek Carr is going to be a Las Vegas Raider, I'm just yeah. saying, if worst yeah. case scenario, you'll be straight, bro, because people want you. Teams want you. Yeah. And, and we've learned now the media is going to pretty much run with anything. Um, shout That's- out to Ben Albright, who wants to shut me down <laughs> on my Justin Simmons rumors. Uh, he just so <laughs> happened to have a uh, press release on, I guess... Uh, the Bears being interested in Derek Carr after Derek Carr posted his Bears picture. Yeah, go figure. Um, So that's funny how that works out, how we just run with stories nowadays. So it's one of those things where it's like, for Derek to take all this heat from the media, he's able to play their game a little bit. And you know what? No offense. I don't care who you are. Some of that stuff, you don't want to feel like you're underneath it. Derek Carr just took that thing by the reins and he controls the narrative at this point so hey if that's what it takes and he's gonna be the las vegas starting quarterback in 2020 troll away buddy troll away let's enjoy and and his brothers are having fun with it too do you see their comments yeah Yeah. (laughs) well i think and i think you know what at this point you have to have a little bit of fun with it you you took so much heat throughout the season you took so much heat out during the offseason you know have a little bit of fun you know you know that you're going into you're going into a season in a brand new stadium. You you have another great draft, hopefully, that's that's looking ahead. You know, we're a few pieces away on offense. We're I mean, we're pretty much really there on offense. We just need Which is a number one wide receiver away on offense. Exactly. Really. You know, we're we're a little further away on defense, but you know, we have Abram coming back. If we can get a linebacker, if we can get some pieces in, in that defense, I really see some significant upgrades. This team is moving in the right direction. This team is in the right position to where they need to be. And with Derek and his knowledge of this thing, I don't see him moving anywhere. So I see, I, I like seeing him have a little bit of fun because people have been talking so much and you putting so much on his name. It's nice to see him clap back a little bit. Yeah. Clap back car. We haven't seen that one in a little while. So uh, it's one of those things. Kenny King, man. Wrapping up this week, wrapping up the show. Is there any last thing that you want to talk about? One last thing that I want to talk about is I just want to know, like, if something does happen, you know, if something does happen with Derek Carr, what's going to happen with your fandom? Are you going to, you know, what what is a trade compensation <laughs> for that? I, it depends, I think, because I feel like I'm a pretty high-valued target. Um, you know, not to, like, you know, pump my own gas here, but, uh, I mean, I think at least at least the Chicago bears would have to hand over like two websites to the Raiders and then <laughs> the whole Raider Cody platform and transfer over to Chicago. And in my opinion, Chicago Cody kind of has a ring to it. Chicago right? Cody. Boy, if no? you do not go to sleep, goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's no, but all, in all seriousness, you know, it's been, like I said, it's been a, you know, it's been a pretty quiet week uh, along the, along the AFC West front, along the Raiders front. Obviously, this is a calm before the storm. We have the combine coming up next week, so we're going to have a lot to get into next week. we got yeah. free agency coming up. We've got the draft coming up. We've got a lot to get excited about. Uh, I'm excited. You know, I'm excited to see what some of this talent has. Uh, but the other thing is, you know, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing, not so much looking forward to seeing, but I'm looking at what the Raiders are going to do with some of these players, uh, what they're going to do with some of these players that have big contracts, 
that may not have performed um, to the to the level of the contract that they have. Uh, not a knock on anybody, but you know, at the end of the day, business is business, and you know, what are they going to do? You know, you've got guys like Gabe Jackson and Tahir Whitehead, where you know, Gabe Gabe was hurt the past couple of years, and you know, hasn't played hasn't played the way that he's been playing since he since he got paid, really. Um, you know, to hear, I love to hear, but you know, uh, what's going to happen with him? I know that, you know, there's been some frustration. (laughs) So, yeah, so it'll be very interesting to see, you know, there's a lot of guys that, that are locked in, you know, LaMarcus Joyner, they're not going to let him go, but he's got way too much money on the books. Um, you know, Tyrell Williams, I'd love to see what's going to happen with him with his feet. If he can get that plantar fasciitis cleared up, he's going to be a monster. Um, but, you know, those those are some of the things that I'm going to be looking at these next couple of weeks. Agreed. Agreed. I'd like to say Fallon Smith, thank you, 26-week uh, pregnant Fallon Smith, for coming on here, taking your little cat nap, your little two-hour cat nap, <laughs> eating your din-din, coming on here, and, uh, you know, spitting a little Raiders football with us because you didn't have a show this week. So do you have a message for any of your listeners that might be tuned in? Yeah, how about that? I'm so committed to the Raider Cody podcast that instead of doing my show, I stayed up till 1030. Well, now it's 1108 p.m. my time to do the Raider Cody podcast instead of my show with James Jones. Really yeah, I appreciate you. Me. Yeah, you're welcome. You're welcome. I was just trying to grace you guys with my presence uh, this week. No, I'm just kidding. But there was a lot of circumstances surrounding why I didn't get a podcast out this week, um, including my pregnancy. My fa- family was in town. Uh, I just started a new little gig. Um, but Ooh. And, you know, James Jones and me can never figure out a freaking schedule. So usually Mondays <laughs> are the only days that work for us. But watch out because Monday we are going to record a new episode of Keeping It 300. We may or may not have a guest. We are still trying to figure that out right now. But um, obviously, guys, tune in. Keeping It 300 on Spotify, on iTunes, whatever, whatever. Just, uh, you know, give us a subscribe and listen in because i think uh you know i think me and james are pretty good i just want to just throw it out there hey you're all right hey, you're all right i can vouch for you i get a lot of insight i like i like the way you attack things you have you have a good um approach to different situations and you know very touchy subjects and i have a i get a lot of insight from james jones um so you yeah. guys make the perfect team obviously so kenny king brother close out this thing Raider Nation thanks for stopping by Fallon it was a pleasure having you on it was always as always it's always good to chop it up with you but it's always even better when I have you on real talk because then we can get a little a little more real up in here I know Cody keeps it a little dry sometimes so it's always nice to put a little flavor in there but hey (laughs) speaking of real talk we will have a real talk episode coming out within the next week and a half stay tuned for that I would like to get it out before I get to Vegas but let's see how uh how the party goes so let's see Hey, and subscribe to that YouTube channel, Kenny King. Hey. Yeah, you guys are all balling over here. Got all that time for some YouTube videos. I'll see you out there. Hey, ain't no rest for the wicked, Fallon. I do want to say this. I don't know if we're still recording, but Raider Nation, appreciate what you got in Raider Cody and Kenny King Jr., okay? Because they have jobs, they have families, but they are putting out Raiders content 24-7, a lot better than what I'm doing because ain't nobody got time for that. You got to pay me a whole lot of money to spend 24 hours of my time <laughs> in my day to put out later content. So my point is appreciate what they are doing because they live and breathe Raiders football. I'm looking at Raider Cody right now and he is 
all decked out. And y'all can't even see him. This is an audio podcast. And he has a freaking Raiders hat on, a Raiders sweatshirt on. I mean, he's all decked out for a freaking podcast. Like, he loves y'all. So you guys have to appreciate, even if you don't agree with what he says sometimes, because I know I don't. I'm just kidding. Love you, bro. (laughs) You just got to appreciate the content that these two put out. A week in and week out, and every single day on Twitter, they're trolls, but you gotta love them. Hey, we just, we just enjoy our Twitter profiles, and you know, I th- I feel like we have that ability to post whatever we want. And I'm sorry, I got a little sarcastic mind to myself, but I appreciate the kind words, Fallon. Um, of course, I learned a lot from yourself, and I just so happen to be uh, blessed with a partner like Kenny King Jr. to put out this content. Um, so obviously, I feel like. It took a long time to get you on here for your second stint. We're going to have to hear from you again for your third stint a little quicker than your last time. So uh, until next time, Fallon, we'll see you later. Peace out. I'm going to sleep. So that's going to do it for tonight's episode. Hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I, I plan on doing a little bit shorter than what I did, but it's been a couple weeks, so I knew you guys could use the little extra length to get you guys through a little bit. Uh, like I said, I'm investing a lot into my YouTube channel. So the podcast, especially in the off season, won't be as often. I might turn into just normal weekly podcasts whenever things start heating up. Um, and investing a lot more into the YouTube channel. It seems to kind of be something I enjoy. I enjoy new things. So nothing against the podcast. I just, you know, enjoy a little video feed, a little challenge. It's something new. I'm, I'm always into trying new things and trying new challenges, learning new things. Um, and I'm enjoying it. So like I said, make sure you subscribe. Raider Cody on YouTube. Um, and yeah, shout out to Kenny King and Fallon Smith for making this episode happen. Raider Cody podcast is still in full swing. Hope you guys like the rebrand. Uh, shout out to Blue Wire and betonline.ag who brought you this episode. So until next week, Raider Nation, I will see you guys later.
Nobody builds 5G like Verizon builds 5G. Because we're the engineers who built the most reliable network in America. And the more you do with 5G, the more building it right matters. The more your network matters. The more Verizon engineers going the extra mile matters. It's us pushing us. It's Verizon versus Verizon. 5G built right from America's most reliable network. Most reliable based on rankings from Rootmetrics second half 2020 U.S. report of three mobile networks. Results may vary. Award is not an endorsement.